In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. A warm welcome to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Agnes Finlay. I want to welcome members of the family who are here with us today. Welcome to Catherine and Alistair and John and Rosemary. Sadly, Janet passed away 11 years ago. Uh, welcome uh, to Mary, Isabel, Cathy, Ellen and Eddie. Not all the wee ones are able to be with us here, but I include them in, in the list too. Carrie Ann and John and John and Millie. Uh, Cheryl and David and Sean and Eve and Eva Grace. Ashley and Stephen and Stephen and Lucas. Jade, Daniel, Lucy, Alistair and Megan and Ella and Robbie. Welcome to all the family members who are here with us and of course all of the family friends. Everyone is deeply saddened at the loss of Agnes and the loss weighs very heavily on the family today. But surely amidst the tears of sadness and heavy hearts that you might have, there is the pride and joy at her memory, her good life, her many kindnesses and the joy that she brought to all of your lives. In the church today then we come to thank God for her life and to pray for her at the end of her life. She brought each and every one of you very many blessings. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. 
those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home, not made by human hands in the heavens. We are always full of confidence, then, when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith, and not by sight. We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. 
for all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus exclaimed, I bless you, Father, Lord of heaven and of earth, for hiding these things from the learned and the clever, and revealing them to mere children. Yes, Father, for that is what it pleased you to do. Everything has been entrusted to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, just as no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labour and overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy, my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Meeting the family over the last few days, it's very clear to me the great love that everyone had for Agnes. She was herself a person, I believe, who exuded great kindness and great joy too. She was a person also who supported everyone. She was a person who was loved uh, by the family and she she in turn loved them. As mentioned uh, yesterday evening, it's hard for everyone to imagine their lives now without her. Something will always feel to be missing. Events and days in family life will not feel the same again. Before that's true, what is equally true will be the sense of joy with which you will recall her and remember her. That sense of the great love that she showed for all of you and how she became the strong foundations of all your lives. She was much loved by her sisters and brothers and by her children, by the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren. She was small in height, uh, but great in love. And what a memory that is. Today, the readings uh, speak of hope, that sense of the end being the end, is not really the end. The end is not death, but the end is something else. Death is not the final destination, but heaven is the final destination in which we are all united again. When the tent is folded up, put away, there is something else. There is a new home where we're all destined to be reunited with one another. 
In today's Mass, we think of Agnes away from earthly limitations and now at peace and reunited with those that she loved on earth. In that sense, that she will wait for us and we will all be reunited once again. Today in the church then, we recall these things and they remind us most of all of God's infinite, unchanging love for us. We as human beings are created to love each other and created to reach that final destination. I'm sure that you'll agree with me, in the end, life seems very short. We could always wish ourselves for many more years, for there is always much more to see and do. There is never in our eyes the right time to go. There will always be many more milestones to pass. Life always seems too short in the end. But faith itself maybe encourages us to hope that everything is in God's hands and he will help us, give us the strength to bear the loss and ourselves to keep going. Keeping going is what Agnes would wish, for she herself was always a strong person, always herself had great staying power, a positive spirit, a great outlook. She would wish this for everyone here. Just a, a few words uh, by way of reflection on Agnes's life, brought up in the circuit by her mum and dad, Catherine and Hector, and their brothers and sisters. She met and married uh, John. They lived in Bridgeton, uh, John, Catherine and Janet. She worked in the biscuit factory, the Hoover plant, and at the Catholic High School as a cleaner. She had grandchildren and great-grandchildren whom she loved very much indeed and they loved her very much also. She was a very friendly person by nature, and as you will know, loved social occasions. She was very family-orientated, and everything in her life was for the family. She also, as you will well know, had a great love for a certain football team in the east end of the city, Celtic Football Club, and of course, she was passionate about them. She had a very positive spirit and a very positive outlook in life and was always looking forward, not back. It's hard, isn't it, to sum up a person's life in a few sentences. I believe, speaking again to the family, that she had a great love for a song called Love Is All. And she sang it very beautifully. And it will be sung today at the graveside. In a certain sense, then, that sums up all her life. Love is everything. Love is the reason for everything. Love is the thing that we should live by. Is there not a great message to take away from that? The family would especially like me to say uh, today their immense love for Agnes. And they will miss her very much in times to come. She was their joy, their strength, and everything to them and she will always be in their hearts in the Mass today then we turn to God who knows all our sadnesses he who knows all our fears he who knows all our troubles and he will give us strength to go on
to invite you to join in the offertory hymn of today's Mass. to stand and pray dear brothers and sisters that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father as we humbly present to you these offerings O Lord for the salvation of your servant we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge through Christ our Lord The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in heaven. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. We are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, 
by sending down your spirit upon them with due fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. So remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Agnes, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son and a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin, and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Always in the church just before communion, we're invited to give each other a sign of peace and uh, uh, joy to one another. So maybe if you can, just to your neighbours around about you, just to offer each other a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God, give me your peace in the world, 
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. to invite you to come forward for communion but if you don't wish to receive communion today but uh, maybe they'd like to receive a blessing you just replace your hand on your breast and they'll give you a blessing but if you don't want to receive communion or blessing then just to remain seated where you are
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey. Mercifully grant us strengthened by it. Our dear sister may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. 